Mediated Conversation on SAFM. 27 minutes now to 9 the time. Good morning. Time for your first Mediated Conversation of the week this Monday morning. Last week in Parliament, big business groups and some companies said they did not agree with a proposed law that will force listed companies to publish their salary ratios. This law is supposed to compel companies to declare the ratio between the top 5% of those who are paid salaries and those who are paid the bottom 5%. In other words, this would show that a CEO probably earns a salary several hundred times more than their lowest paid workers. The point here is to try and force companies over time to reduce the gap, to reduce the huge inequality between the salary paid to perhaps a cleaner and perhaps the CEO. There are many aspects to this, and particularly how CEOs are often paid in shares to give them an incentive to do well, which can lead to huge payments. Well, this is the conversation you'll hear this morning. We did try and get some of these business groups to speak to us. It seems they're unable to join us this morning. We'd also hoped the Department of Trade, Industry and Competition, which is in charge of this legislation, would agree to speak to you this morning. Also unavailable. I know it is a busy week. However, there are people who've looked at this issue. They have very informed opinions about it, and we thought that that might still be helpful. First this morning, you'll hear from Professor Imran Valodia, Professor of Economics and Dean of the Faculty of Commerce, Law and Management at Wits University. Then you'll hear from the Free Market Foundation. Their legal researcher is Zakelem Tembu. And then um, we had expected to speak to a Labour analyst this morning. Unfortunately, there to cancel at the last minute, Kasatu's spokesperson Matthew Parks has agreed to join us. We start then with Professor Imran Velodia from Wits University. Professor Velodia, good morning and thank you for your time. Sure, it's great to be on your show as always, Stephen. Is this a good idea to force companies to publish their salary ratios? Um, I think it is. Um, I think it's important for us to note that these are uh, 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 public institutions. So uh, 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 companies are owned owned um, are owned by shareholders, um, and and for me this is part of an accountability issue. Um, I also think it's it's kind of really important to note that we uh, that 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 we do have exceptionally high levels of inequality um, and the corporate sector can't uh, uh, kind of hide from this problem. Um, so so kind of I think that that that, accountable, uh, that, that accountability is really important. Um, kind of I also think it's, it's kind of probably a good thing uh, for the uh, kind of for the performance of uh, Companies. Uh, the more we know about them, uh, the more all of the interest groups in that uh, 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 company n- know about how um, kind of about how unequal things are, um, and the more equitable these institutions are, the the uh, the the uh, 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 better for them but also the uh, uh, better for the whole of our society. Um, do you expect our salary ratios to be higher than other countries? Do you expect companies in South Africa to be, to, to be paying their CEO, um, to be the, the discrepancy between what they pay their CEO and what they pay their lowest paid worker to be higher in South Africa? Is the wage inequality in corporates higher in South Africa than it is in other places? Yeah, I think the, uh, the, the data... Uh, that we have does suggest uh, that the levels of inequality are exceptionally high. Uh, there's some uh, 
there's some reasonable arguments for uh, for for uh, uh, for those with higher responsibility to be to be paid more, um, and and kind of, I don't think anyone would be arguing for a uh, for uh, for a completely equitable uh, 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 pay structure where everyone earns the same. Um, kind of, I think we would all accept that those with that that have a lot more responsibility should, should uh, uh, kind of should be paid more. Uh, kind of the real question is how much more? Uh, if we compare South Africa to, to um, 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 ma ma uh, many others that have this sort of data, what does uh, stand out is that the inequality in South Africa is exceptionally high and it's something that we should reduce. Do you think if we force companies to do this, it would reduce that inequality over time? I think um, can, I think it would. I mean, there's the, the, there's a few instruments that that we can use to try to change that. The most extreme form would be to have laws that that actually decide how much someone should be paid. Um, I don't think it's uh, we. Uh, uh, can, I don't think. That that would be advisable. Um, uh, the the kind of approach here is to use disclosure to um, make these inequalities transparent, uh, 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 and th through that process, with time, to reduce them. That seems to me to be a much more sensible way to deal with the problem. Um, there are other things that are sort of come out of this, and, and business has suggested that publishing the ratios of the top 5% and the bottom 5% are sort of arbitrary. And I suppose that could be an argument. I mean, would there be an argument to suggest that maybe you should also publish the salaries of all the bands of middle management, for example? So you could see the difference between the top of middle management and the bottom of middle management. I mean, the idea, I mean, and I realize business, I'm sure, opposes this this, this whole thing, but... One of their arguments is that just publishing the top five percent and just publishing the top bottom percent are quite arbitrary. Yeah, I think you have to start somewhere. Um, uh, so, so my understanding is that we would have disclosure of of both the top and the bottom, um, and the top five percent uh, uh, kind of against the bottom five percent. Um, kind of, I think those ratios are are are, are, are quite reasonable to disclose. With time, we we might want to make some we might want to make some amendments to 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 kind of look at other forms of disclosure. There has been some talk about the median uh, being being uh, 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 published, the mean being uh, uh, published. Uh, these all. Uh, 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 give us some sense of how high the inequality is, uh, but I think the start uh, that's been proposed is a pretty sensible way to do it. Are there other ways companies can be forced to reduce their uh, salary inequality? And uh, share options is one of the big issues here uh, because it's sort of tied to performance. It's supposed to incite performance. There's the famous example of the mining CEO who was paid 300 million rand because that was the scheme that was used. Does that make it a bit more complicated to do? Um, it does, but I think what the what the proposed laws uh, 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 kind of really say is it is that all of the earnings should be included in the uh, uh, 
kind of in the uh, kind of in the calculation. Uh, these are n- not easy to do, but but I think there are um, um, uh, methodologies for doing it, um, and I think it's a good start. Professor, thank you very much indeed. Professor Imran Valodia, Professor of Economics, Dean of the Faculty of Commerce, Law and Management at Wits University with SAFM 19 minutes to nine, continuing your mediated conversation around the issue of salary ratios and whether listed companies should be forced to publish them. Zakele Mtembo is a legal researcher at the Free Market Foundation. Zakele, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to the listeners. Do you think publishing these ratios, forcing listed companies to do that, is a good idea? Uh, we, as a free market foundation, I mean, we generally don't think that the government telling private businesses what to do in any capacity is a good idea. So we would go opposed to this proposed idea. And, you know, for, for a variety of reasons, as I was doing research on the issue in preparation for this talk, I saw that quite a few business groups and, you know, organizations like Sakelicha, their CEO, opposed this idea. And one of the reasons cited was that it will chase away, you know, uh, high-level executives, and it is quite draconian and punitive in the measures it has when shareholders vote against a certain remuneration policy. But on a broader policy issue, right, we don't think it sends a good signal to our general markets when our government wants to be involved in businesses so much so that it tells them how to, you know, structure their workplace policy in terms of remuneration. Uh, the professor right before me mentioned an issue of accountability in terms of shareholders, right? But in the marketplace, and I think the professor would be most acutely aware of this, the best way to hold any business accountable is by not patronizing that business. So if a shareholder wouldn't be happy with a certain remuneration policy, they still have the option of just selling their shares. And that will send a much more stronger signal than a vote would to the directors of that company that they're doing something wrong. And this is a mechanism that is available in the market. This is what makes the market the best you know system of distributing and creating resources ever known to mankind so on general we oppose you know the 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 idea just on principle on the principle that no state should intervene in business matters to this extent um what impact do you think it would have though i mean would would it really be the end of you know the world as we know it zakele to do it i mean would there be a big impact on companies uh the 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 impact itself, we should look at it from a much more broader perspective, right? The department itself has mentioned that the the end towards this is to get information on inequality because it has been decided, arbitrary as it may be, right? The, 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 the whole problem with inequality is that we don't have a, a, a defined level of when inequality will be acceptable, for lack of a better term. As the, as the professor said, it, it, he isn't advocating for, you know, a flat pay scale. So there will be some level of inequality. And the question will be what level of inequality is acceptable and and what and under whose, you know, determination. That is the end of, of the publishing of these pay scales. So the end is to somehow impact the remuneration scales that companies decide on on their own willingly. And that will most definitely have an impact because that will you know, determine how a company operates and things to that extent. And then on a much more practical you know, aspect, this will make it that much more harder to retain directors that has a high level directors as, as has been mentioned, right? If shareholders vote against a remuneration policy, Currently, as it stands, I think only once, right, directors in, in, a, in a remuneration board of that company will have to step down. 
and that will discourage you know at the south african companies obtaining high level directors and if it is decided by some you know in the future in in the efforts to curb inequality if the department decides that you know a certain pay ratio or something like that is quite high then that will discourage you know south african companies from offering those high remunerations which will then have a downstream effect on them being able to attract those high level directors since they compete with international companies so you know there are there, there are varied levels of, of of an effect and it definitely can be detrimental do you believe the inequality we see in salaries now is wrong uh I don't believe inequality in and of itself is wrong. I believe, you know, the market is the best representative of a value that is provided by someone. And I think the issue of, of inequality is thought of in a in, in quite a disheartening way, right? Instead of thinking of growing the pie, we think of cutting the pie into much more s- smaller pieces. I think Usima Vuso, the CEO, I think of Business Leadership South Africa, made a great point about the greatest curb of inequality would be to grow the South African economy. That is the only way to curb inequality because the problem is we just do not have enough people participating in wealth generation in this country. So inequality in and of itself can never be eliminated. As the professor stated, even proponents of, you know, greater equality will never call for just a flat out uh, a flat out remuneration scale, for instance, in terms of wages, because, you know, that would be communism. And as the free market found foundation we see policies like this the inklings of socialism because it is you know pet definition the government telling businesses how to run so i don't think inequality is a problem i think what is a problem is poverty and the best way to solve poverty would be to 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 to, to grow the south african economy and even with the growing economy and a healthy economy inequality will still exist because inherently it is a reflection of the different, you know, qualities that we have as human beings and what we offer to other human beings in the market and how much they value what we offer them. So that is something that can never be eliminated unless we fundamentally change what human beings are. Okay, so then I suppose the question would come, uh, what, how should business treat, I mean, how should governments treat businesses when there's such a huge disparity? Because what that would result in is that um, you'd have some people with almost nothing and some people with almost everything. And I think a government, well, I think in a democracy, a government may come under a lot of pressure to mount some kind of intervention to stop that from happening. Everybody votes, doesn't matter how much money they earn, Zakele. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The problem is that the, the, the thing is right. That we, we tend to forget that even within you know a market just like the labor market, there is still a mechanism, right? There are people who there there, there, there isn't you know a congregation in a smoke-filled room of businesses deciding to you know not pay someone this much or not pay the other that much. There are market dynamics that in most cases are not determined whether or how much a person gets paid. So. In that instance, of course, currently with the current way that, you know, the state is organized all across the world, that people do vote for governments to essentially favor one group over another. But if you look at it from, uh, you know, what at the Free Market Foundation believe should be the case, right? We don't think the government should be involved in any capacity in the market. Instead, we know that the market will self-correct itself, right? If particular workers are being underpaid, then the process of competition will necessarily imply that those workers will be poached by anyone who'll be willing to pay them better and before 
and and before long pay scales will invariably reflect the value that is provided by that particular service or that you know form of labor so as a as a matter of principle the government should not be involved but unfortunately given the you know interest based nature of voting the government will be involved and will favor workers in, 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 in against businesses which is a violation of equality before the law but it seems more palatable in terms of in terms of politics to favor you know the working class as it is called in terms of businesses when in all earnesty really everyone should be treated equal before the law and if you and and normal market processes of you know entering into contracts and being tied down by contracts that you voluntarily entered to should be observed. So yeah, as a main point really, the government should not be involved. Zakel M. Temple, thank you, legal researcher at the Free Market Foundation. Your mediated conversation will continue in a moment about whether or not government should be forcing companies to publish their salary ratios. We'll hear the view from Matthew Parks from Kasatu in just a moment. Eleven minutes to nine. Mediated Conversation on SAFM. All right, continuing your mediated conversation around the plan by the Department of Government, uh, by the Department of Trade, Industry and Competition to force companies to publish their salary ratios. The difference between the amount their lowest paid worker is paid and what their highest paid worker is paid. Matthew Parks is the spokesperson for Kasati. He's agreed to join us at short notice after someone else unfortunately was forced to pull out. Matthew, good morning. Uh, good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having us. What kind of impact do you think the publication of this kind of information would actually have? Would it change the relationship, perhaps, between bosses and workers? We think it's going to have a positive impact. Um, you know, part of the issue of law is not just to ensure compliance with a certain objective, but also to change the culture, which is actually the most critical thing, because government can't enforce everything, can't be everywhere. But right now, the fundamental crisis, and I'm actually amazed your previous caller said that you know, for a country free from apartheid, that inequality is not a problem. We're actually quite amazed that somebody could say that after the horrors of apartheid. I, I presume that is, you would say that, and I waited for you to say it, yes. <laughs> I was amazed. But, you know, democracy shows amazing things. Um, so the fact is we're the most unequal nation in the world, and that's a ticking time bomb. We've seen many other countries implode because they failed to deal with poverty and inequality, and shamefully... We lead in that front. It's a ticking time bomb. It's also a moral argument. These companies are not just simply um, created and funded by the the generosity of the, of the managers or some you know wonderful entrepreneur. Most of the companies, if you look at the stock market, are all funded by workers' pension funds. So these are actually workers' money. Workers have a right to say how the money is being spent. It's also a moral argument. Do you really want to be a society where we treat the majority of people to absolute poverty, to living? enslaved-like conditions. It's an economic argument because you want a company to be productive, the workers have to be productive. They have to have enough money to buy food, to take care of their families, to get to to work, etc., to live like human beings, to have a decent life. If you want the economy to grow, we have to pay people enough money to buy the goods we produce. Who else is going to buy them? Not somebody else is going to come buy them. So I think for us, the law won't be a magic wand, but it's going to begin to shift and nudge companies to say, you need to do better. Companies already have to disclose in the annual reports to the shareholders what they do. We're just tightening it up in essence and saying, look, you claim to have these moral virtues. Well, just show us how moral are you? Why do you pay the CEOs? Why do you pay the bottom owners? So it's useful to compare the five top five top percent and the bottom top, uh, 5% because I really showed the extremities. We shouldn't be paying cleaners so little that they can't afford to get to work. And you've had instances now where workers say that we can't afford to get to work. Transport is so expensive. What's the point of us even working? So for us, it's the beginning of a right direction. We hope afterwards we'll have supplementary legislation to say, well, perhaps we need to have some sort of a ratio. 
And it's amazing to say for business that, well, government shouldn't interfere in the, in the affairs of the private sector, but business is quick to say that they want to interfere in how public sector is running, which is correct, they should have a say, but equally it must be a two-way street. Um, transparency is a fundamental way of growing the economy to a better society. We all hold up the examples of a Sweden, of a Norway, etc., where inequality has really been eradicated to a large extent. We should say, how are we going to move in that direction as a country? So for us, it's a positive thing. I think also some of the criticism from business is slightly disingenuous, to put it politely, because we had extensive engagements on this bill at NEDEC with the Minister of Trade Industry, Brian Patel, but also the leadership of Business Unity SA. And Business Unity SA not only endorsed the majority of the provisions, they actually asked for them to be extended not just to companies listed in the stock market, but also to other large companies too, saying all companies should be obliged by this because they themselves had been embarrassed by scenarios where the CEO of a certain mining company last year earned 300 million rand in a year collectively, but was scribbling for mine workers mm -hmm. for wanting an extra 150 rand a month. And we've had the similar instances in the banking sector where the CEOs make 150,000 rand in a day, a bank cashier would not even make that in two years. Same thing in the retail sector, sure. etc. So really, it's an it's intervention which you welcome. Do you think, I mean, this is also about the court of public opinion. It's about the, the issue of getting embarrassed. Do you think following from that, it would actually lead to a change to what companies pay people or not? Uh, and, and, you know, some people will withstand a lot of embarrassment if it's their money. Yeah. Look, some things you won't change fundamentally, but I think it'll be a useful spotlight to say, can we really afford, and our biggest concern is about how little we pay people at the bottom. It's a useful thing to shine a spotlight to a company to say, well, you have fancy adverts, etc. You claim to be this moral citizen. Why is it that you pay your cleaners, your receptionists, your admin staff, your shelf packers, your bank tellers, whoever it might be, or your mine workers? an absolute slave wage, yet you yourself as a CEO are making two, three hundred million rand in a year. So that's a powerful thing. It's also going to force shareholders to be more active, to have a little bit more interest in what's going on in their name and how their money's being spent. But we think it's going to be a first step in the right direction. It's not going to resolve it overnight. And as you say, you know, somebody's getting paid 200 million rand a year actually doesn't won't care too much, you know, given what is getting getting paid. But it's going to begin to shift us to a better future. Um, there's many other issues we have to do, to address, but this is just one useful tool in that, in that struggle going forward. Thank you very much indeed, Matthew Parks. Really do appreciate the time. I'm going to speak to us at short notice. Spokesperson for Kasatu, Zakele Mtembos, Legal Researcher at the Free Market Foundation, starting us off today, the Professor of Economics and Dean of the Faculty of Commerce, Law and Management at Wits University, Professor Imran Valodia. Well, that ends your mediated conversation uh, for this morning.